0: You're listening to VO Stories. Today is a special episode with a special lady, Miss Heather Costa. Heather is a successful West Coast voiceover artist who's the walking embodiment of the words, optimism, perseverance, and badass. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Tina Zaremba, voiceover talent, mentor, and good old fashioned storyteller. I believe we all have a story to tell and we can all learn from one another. I created this podcast for you, the VO artist who's ready to embrace all that your VO journey has to offer. You'll be inspired, informed, and transformed as you learn from industry experts, VO talents, and my insights from 15 years in the industry, having voiced national commercials to promos, and everything in between. Success in voiceovers is more than just a snazzy voice, and this podcast will show you the way. Thanks for listening. Happy Thursday, my VO peeps. As I mentioned, today I'm chatting with West Coast talent, Heather Costa. Heather has a unique story that we can all learn from. She was diagnosed in 2004 with cystic fibrosis. At that point in life, she could have allowed that diagnosis to become her identity. Instead, she chose a path of possibilities. Please listen to this entire episode. It's a good one. Heather Costa, thank you so much for taking the time to chat
1: with me. Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So, as you know, I reached out because I was so inspired, as were a lot of women. You posted in one of our private voiceover groups about having cystic fibrosis and how you chose for a long time to not let that be your identity. And that inspired me to reach out to you because, as I was telling you before we started this, I feel like your identity. Not just you, but everyone's identity is so important. And so often in life, we get caught up in this doing, 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 and why aren't things happening? But if your identity isn't one of, I am a successful voiceover artist, I am someone who operates out of integrity, it doesn't matter how much doing you're doing. So Mm that's why i reached out cuz i thought that was really unique to hear and i just and i know that other people were so inspired obviously cuz there was a huge trail of comments from your post so i wanted to talk about that and then talk a little bit about the cystic fibrosis, fibrosis and how now you are you own it but maybe in a way that you would not have owned it back then and then also talk about this walk that's coming up as well so Let's dive in.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much um, for reaching out. I was so touched when you did, and for your donation. That that was very kind of you. Um, I uh, when I I was obviously this is something I had my whole life, but I didn't know. I wasn't diagnosed until I was twenty two years old, and at that point, you know, it was years ago. Now it was two thousand four, and just science and and medicine had been very different. So when I was diagnosed it was it, it was uh, really disheartening to hear. It was very much like, okay, well, we figured out what's wrong, and here it is, and you look at all the statistics, and it's you know, average life expectancy thirty years old if you're lucky, and it was, you know, and and they were still figuring out the different mutations and why some people were sicker than others and because it affects your lungs and your your pancreas. And it was kind of one of those things where, they didn't know enough, so they were giving everything to us, and it was it was just overwhelming, and uh, as you can imagine, yeah, and, um, it got to the point, I, I mean, I had been sick throughout my life since I was a child, but uh, it came to a point right when I was diagnosed that I kind of hit, a, um, like, the bottom, if you will, for me, for myself, like, mm-hmm. it... worst that I'd ever been Um, because growing up I'd have episodes of being sick and we never quite knew why and then I'd get better and and life would just continue on you know so everything was fine you know my poor parents uh, my sister was also diagnosed with cystic fibrosis a year before I was and then I have another sister who's just a carrier and uh, you can imagine our poor parents how guilty they felt absolutely not their fault they were carriers and they had no idea Um, so because this wasn't something that was uh, diagnosed at birth. It wasn't on anybody's radar. Nobody was thinking this could be what it is. So I, you know, I, I'd be sick for whatever reason, whatever we thought, and uh, then I'd be fine. And in two thousand four, I got really sick, and all of a sudden, someone was like, "Huh? Well, maybe this there is something else going on." And and because my sister had just been diagnosed a year prior, and they had the same kind of reaction of like. Ah, huh, well, this is weird. Let's look into this. It uh, the diagnosis came, and also, I was never able to bounce back from that. So, you know, I was dealing with a lot physically, mentally. I had to make major changes in my life as far as my diet and and just emotionally dealing with it all. And um, my husband was amazingly supportive, and we just kind of figured it out as we went. But I was so, I was so scared. It may sound silly, but I was, I, I, first of all, was trying to make sense of it all. I was trying to like digest what this meant and all this information they were throwing at, at us, you know, and I had plans of living well over a hundred. And I was like, mm. what are you giving me? You know, like mm-hmm. what does this? Mean? and cause it's a progressive disease. And it was kind of like, well, I refuse to let that be what my future is. Like, no, like I, I have big plans. Like you're not going to take that from me. And of course, even now they they can project, they, you you know, they put you on lots of medications to slow progression. And there are people that, you know, are in there, there was an 80 year old that was recently diagnosed. So it's like, oh, this person was sick their whole life. And hey, let's now we know what it is, you know, and then there are heartbreaking stories of children that never, never made it, you know, that, that, that passed away very, very, very young. And it all has to do with the mutations of the, of the disease and, and just many other factors. So, so anyway, I was very, I was scared by it and I refused, to, I refused to let that dictate what my future was gonna be, so. Where
0: did that come from? That's like so <laughs> interesting because there's so many people in our society, myself included, who can fall into this learned helplessness.
1: Yeah, in I, mode. I think I just I had too much that I wanted to do. I had too much that it, it would get in my way. And even now, when I have days when I'm sick, uh, you know, my husband thinks it's hysterical. I'm just like, I don't have time for this. You know, it's like uh-huh. I can't deal with this. Or I'll give myself, okay, fine. I'll take a day, and I'll be in bed, and I'll work from bed, or I'll just relax and watch TV. And when you get sick, you know whether. Usually pancreatitis will knock me down for a week, and you know, a couple days in, I'm like, "All right, I'm I'm done with this." And when you get sick, you can't eat anything. You're on all these crazy medicines. You're on you know liquids, and uh, so you have no energy. But you're like, "No, I'm gonna. I'm still. I'm still gonna keep going." And I think, even though I had this internal conflict of, you know, I'd be in the hospital for you know a week or so, and I and I needed that support. I needed to be like, hey, send me, you know, happy baby videos or something. I was nervous that it would make me appear, I don't wanna say weak, but just not capable of doing my job and and being a voice actor. I was worried that then the second somebody saw me like that, no matter how hard I proved that I still was capable, that that was the image that they would have. And so, I just kept it private. I just kept it quiet and, and uh, only people very close to me knew. And I would get up and keep going.
0: <laughs> and you created an amazing life for yourself and an amazing oh, career. You. I mean, I love the branding, first of all, that you have on your website. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I love this. It. So fun and whimsical. Thank you. <laughs> so, when did you decide that you were going to start incorporating into your story that you shared with people? Um, uh,
1: well, so in 2004 is when I was diagnosed 2006, I started sharing it still very, very privately. And only because my husband was like, well, we can do something like, 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 don't he was so supportive and encouraging of like, this isn't, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. Now we have answers and we can do something with it. And uh, he ran the New York City marathon in 2006. And he's like, I, we can raise a lot of money. Like we can use this as a fundraiser. We raised, oh gosh, I think it was like $3,500. It was something amazing. Yeah. And that was the first glimpse of, okay, this, this, you know, we really can make a difference. And then over the years, you know, as my health ebbed and flowed and, and there were some years in there that were really bad as, you know, finding new medications and as you know, as I guess I've gotten older, it was just my body figuring things out. And then uh, last year, we, it was very last minute, it was very spontaneous. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to reach out to the CF Foundation here, because we had moved about two and a half years ago, we moved from New York to LA. And I said, you know what, I should, I should just say hi, I should. uh," And I have a a good friend here that had done some work with the CF Foundation. and, And just as a supporter and he made the connection for me and I was like, oh, okay, well let's see what happens. And they were so touched that I had reached out and so moved by everything that they kind of I fed off of that excitement Mm -hmm. and I was like, wow, this okay, this this could be a good thing. And maybe it's not so bad because I feel like I to myself, regardless of other people, I felt that I was able to Lean into it a little bit more and admit to myself that I've proven to myself I can do this, and no matter you know how many days I'm down or, or how I'm feeling, there's always a solution. There's always a way around it, and you know it's like, what do they say? Like what uh, obstacles make you stronger? Like it's all in how you how you perceive them. And so it was very last minute, but my husband and our two sons we decided to do the Great Strides Walk uh, a year ago. And because it was so last minute, we it was just the four of us walking and we we raised uh you know a decent amount of money, which felt great. We were like, okay, you know what, I, I think we can do this. Like maybe next year we go bigger and we share it with people. And I was like, Oh, I don't know, like that's like putting it out there. <laughs> you know, like this. and uh, he kind of looked at me like, well, yeah, why not? <laughs> and I was like, Okay. <laughs> and so of course we knew we had the dates, you know, on the calendar, we knew when it was coming up and uh we started telling just different people and mentioning it. And then I was just like, all right, you know what, go big or go home. And I started reaching out to uh, clients and, and agents. And, and yeah, I went, <laughs> like I said, go big or go home. And I was like, you know what, Th- this is fine.
0: Whatever. What was their um, response like?
1: They were just like, "Oh, I had no idea. This is this is amazing. Thank you for doing this, and I want to be there, and I want to support you." and And uh, many people have signed up to walk with us, and and donations are coming in daily. And so, um,
0: when is the walk?
1: Uh, June first in June Santa Monica. Yeah.
0: And if folks want to um, donate, or if they want to be a part of the walk, where can they go to learn about? So
1: it? I can give you a link that will send them right to our team page.
0: Okay, awesome. Um,
1: and uh, so if anybody would like to join, there's no minimum donation amount required at all to, to come and walk with us. It's just an amazing experience to be there and to show the support and it raises awareness and, and funds, of course, for the CF Foundation. Um, and you just, it, it has such incredible energy. And honestly, the, the turning point for me when I realized I really do wanna do this bigger next year was my kids have always known, obviously, that I have CF. And, you know, they're cute. We go to a restaurant and they're like, my mom can't have fat. Like, make sure you know. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> and, you know, and they know, oh, mommy's sick. And they come and they hang out with me in bed. And, uh, you know, they, they know the different medicines and, and um, whatever the, the lung stuff that I need. And It's awesome. But seeing them experience the Great Strides Walk last year I can't even put into words what that felt like because it was they had such a look of proudness and being like wow we can really make a difference like we can help these people and they're seeing these kids with cf and these adults with cf and they're just knowing like oh you know my mom has this but she always gets back up and like I feel like you know they're they're runners and I run with them and for them to see that by doing that it makes me healthier mm. they know that it's it's a lifestyle it's it's not a you know it's it's all in how you think of things you know it's it's all how you perceive things and to know that they can make a difference to help their mom and to help you know so many other people it was just incredible and the cf foundation has you know as i said from when i was diagnosed in 04 the advances the medicines that i'm on now some of them didn't even, were not uh, FDA approved. Like it wasn't even like something that was happening. Like it's just these new things that have been discovered. And I know that they're just getting started. You know, I just, uh, CF, there is currently no cure. Um, As I said, it is progressive. So that is scary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But knowing what they have done just in the 15 years since the diagnosis, I can't imagine what the next 15 will be. And to know that, Uh, By doing this walk and helping to raise money, it's providing, it's helping to provide the funding for the research to find the cure and to, you know, improve quality of life for so many people and, and just longevity of life for those that are so much sicker than I am.
0: We will definitely link to your team's page. (laughs) I think you. you are amazing. How has CF informed your work as a voiceover actress and as a human being?
1: Well, I think that, um, this may sound silly, but when I find myself struggling to get through things, and I think a lot of it is just that I see my kids and as I said, they're runners. And so for them, it's like running is mental, you know, when they're, they're getting to that finish line and they're pushing themselves through. And if I, if I'm having a bad day and physically, I know I have to, I have to step it up to be able to get through the work that I have to be able to do can't come out in my voice. So I have to, I have to push past that. Because as a voice actor, you hear it in the voice and you I can't let that happen. You know, I have to, nobody else can know that I'm not feeling well that day. And so that mentality of, well, I've done it. And of course, I can do it. It's my kids inspire me in that way. Because I think, you know, when I'm running with them, and I know it's mind over matter, it's kind of like that, the focus on the finish line, And it's like if I can just get through that, it's like you do something once you know you're capable. No -hmm. matter how bad or sick you're feeling, you're like, well, I've done this before, so I can do it again.
0: You so inspire me because while Voiceover Vo Stories is a podcast, you know, interviewing other voiceover talent, casting directors, and agents, it's really about the stories of other human beings out there. And at the end of the day, my Heart tells me that it's the story we tell each other and the story we tell ourselves creates our life. So I guess I I also want to ask, because everyone has their own challenges, be it Mm -hmm. an illness, a financial, I don't know what, you know, we all have our own story. What advice would you give to someone who has their own, whether it's a health challenge or Mm -hmm. some other type of challenge?
1: I think the biggest thing is that you need to decide for yourself what matters the most and what you want and only you know what you're capable of and not letting yourself use that as an excuse to make it not possible. It's like a limiting belief that you may have of, oh, I can't do this because of whatever. Well, if you tell yourself you can't, then of course you can, but uh, can't, sorry. Mm -hmm. But if you, um, If you know that that is what you want and you're determined to make it happen, you will find a way.
0: I don't even know you, but I feel like I do. I love you so much. (laughs) Thank you you so, so much for making this happen and taking the time to chat with me. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate you having me here.
0: Absolutely. Hey, if folks want to learn more about you, your website is?
1: HeatherCosta.com. And uh, that's for all my voiceover work except audiobooks. That's at HeatherCostaAudiobooks.com.
0: Beautiful. Awesome. And we will link to the walk that is coming up. Folks, if you're in California, and the Santa Monica area, please join Heather and team. And please, please donate. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Is Heather not an inspiration? Folks, this lady has created an amazing career and life for herself. And it's so clear to me that her commitment to what she wanted out of life was far greater than any disease. Please, if you're near Santa Monica, join Heather and her team, which I love the name, Vocal Strides, on June 1st for the Great Strides Walk. And if you're not in the area, please donate. All monies go to research to find a cure for cystic fibrosis. Thanks for listening in. Until next week, here's to owning our voices.